episode is brought to you in collaboration with Philips Lumea. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and this episode is one I created with the help of my friends over at Philips and their Lumea Prestige IPL hair reduction device. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that I've talked about being her suit and having to manage body hair as well as facial hair. About 18 months ago, I was introduced to the Philips Lumea, and I saw for the first time that I could make a significant difference to my body and facial hair safely and in the comfort of my own home with this handheld device. I was so impressed with that technology, the results, and with the ease of use that I've told many of you, my most excellent listeners, about it. But I suggested to Philips that we create a show about how and why it works, featuring not just my own experience, but the insight from one of the country's leading dermatologists, Dr. Stephanie Williams, who is also a big fan of the device and what it can do. So we decided to have an intimate live podcast where we'd answer questions from the invited guests and really talk about a technology that's quite advanced, but able to really make a significant change to anyone on the constant cycle of body and facial hair management. In this episode, you'll hear us discuss how the technology works, why it's so easy to use, what it feels like on your skin, and the practical information to help you start your Lumea IPL journey. All links from the podcast will be in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode of the podcast. But please do enjoy this episode featuring Dr. Stephanie Williams and I, with a live studio audience, talking all things hair removal and the Philips Lumea. Welcome to a very special episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and this podcast is a live podcast in association with Philips and the Lumea. Now, if you are a regular listener to my podcast, you will know that I am a huge, huge fan of the Lumea Prestige, which is an IPL hair reduction device. But you don't want to hear me wang on by myself about IPL and Lumea. You want an expert, and you know I always bring the best. I am here with Stephanie. Stephanie Williams, who is a cosmetic dermatologist and an IPL expert. Thank you very much, Emma. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a delight. It's a delight. So what we're going to try and do this evening, and for our listeners at home, is have a lively but hopefully informative debate around all things hair reduction. And as well as hearing from me and all my anecdotal tales of years of life spent on the bathroom floor, <laughs> ripping out hair here, there and everywhere. We're also going to be he- hearing from um, Stephanie, who has a beautiful clinic, Udello, in central London, where she actually performs these treatments for people all day, every day. Isn't that right, Stephanie? Well, that's not my main no. um, service every day, but, but we do certainly have IPL um, laser hair removal in clinic mm-hmm. and that's why it's so interesting for me to speak about the difference between the clinical versions that we use in clinic and also the um, home devices that we speak about today. Yeah because this is what's very exciting it did used to only be in clinic didn't it? Yes absolutely and it was a serious affair you know you have to wear goggles you use the gel and uh, you can't do it yourself it's something that you need a professional for um, and it's really good results but quite painful Mm -hmm. and also um, it's not very convenient if you have to go to clinic for Mm -hmm. all of your sessions yes it isn't but 
Phillips have brought it into the home. And it's just worth reiterating that it is Phillips is the number one brand in the UK for IPL. And they use IPL to break the cycle of hair growth. And this is very exciting because you don't need to wear goggles. You don't need a special gel. Mm. You can do it on the floor of your bathroom. Yeah, because I have. <laughs> I have. I do it on my sofa. I've yep. done it in bed. Yep. It's very, very easy. Yep. My preferred position is in front of the TV, actually. <laughs> Watching what? Doing a Netflix binge? <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what if you miss all the interesting plots and everything? Well, Short- you do it's so easy Um, you don't miss a thing (laughs) right so I think before we talk about the device and about what it feels like and all of those things shall we talk a little bit about choice yes absolutely so I think it's not everybody's um, or, or not everybody has to aim to be completely hair free and that's what's really important to us and we want to um, stress that it's every woman's own choice whether she wants to um, treat those hairs or whether she wants to keep them mm-hmm. um, and apart from personal choice there might be maybe some medical conditions where it may be important um, for example hormonal issues polycystic ovaries um, this is where women suffer with um, excessive hair growth on the face for example above the upper lip chin area um, and in those cases, there might be a medical need for hair removal. Um, or another example, if you suffer with uh, frequent ingrown hair after certain types of hair removal, then this might be an advantage as well. So we just want to really stress that we are not endorsing that all women have to be completely hair-free from top to toe, but that it is a personal choice and everybody can uh, make their own decisions whether they... Mm want to be hair free or not and to your point as we've discussed previously stephanie i had pcos as a teenager and the second i could do anything to treat my sideburns Mm. my mustache and my little beard i did (laughs) yes and i weep for the fact that i didn't have a device like this because i had to go and go to someone else and say could you tend to my facial hair please and actually the fact that i could have rewind now 13 year old me could have this or 16 year old me because it's you know there are regulations and restrictions but the fact that i could have had this and used this myself and taken control of it i think would have been so empowering very much yes i think it would have changed your life and Mm. in that time in particular you were so sensitive and and Mm. and There are issues with confidence um, from all sorts of sides, but um, that's one area today where you wouldn't have had to worry Mm. and you could have just used one of those at-home machines in front of the TV. Mm. Now, I know we've got the device in front of us for the people who are here, um, and it is actually a very portable, uh, not particularly heavy, easy-to-use device. But before we get into that, can we talk about the the advancements in the technology that mean that we can use this in the comfort of our own home and even just something as simple i know it probably seems a bit too simple stephanie but could you describe the difference for me between laser and ipl Mm, sure so both laser and ipl are light based methods for hair removal ipl stands for intense pulsed light um, and the difference between ipl and laser is that laser has a single wavelength it emits and ipl is a range of wavelengths Um, They work very similarly, to be honest, and they both work really well for hair removal. Um, And it's just that for home treatments, we tend to use IPL, 
and for home treatments, um, the energy that those devices emit are significantly lower than in the clinical devices. And that's why we can now use it safely at home. Um, and it just means that practically we have to treat a few more sessions, but the end result will really be the same. So you will get to pretty much hairless skin in the treated areas, but you might just need a few more sessions. Mm -hmm. So it really is like slightly diluted for home, but you have to use it a few more times. Yeah. So it really is. And also, you are one of the leading dermatologists in this country. I hear your name all day, every day as a beauty editor. And I imagine brands must be falling over themselves to get you to work with them. And I, I just wonder what was the pull of working mm. with this particular device? Because to align yourself with a device, I know I know a lot of people in the industry, it's a big deal. Yeah, yes, it is. And it wasn't an easy decision. And in fact, when Philips uh, contacted me a couple of years ago, um, and told me about their great Lumia uh, device and asked me whether I would want to get involved. Um, I was thinking to myself, being a clinic owner and doing this technology in clinic, I was honestly thinking, well, I don't think that will work at home. That can't work. <laughs> How can it possibly work with those low energy doses? Um, there's a reason why we do it in clinic and not at home. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I met up with the uh, scientists at, at Philips and they showed me all the studies. And of course, I took one of the devices and used it myself. Um, and I was absolutely amazed that actually it works so well. You've got exactly the same end result. And I was really surprised how quick the response was also. After two sessions already, I noticed a very significant reduction in hair growth. I started to treat my underarm areas. Um, and I initially did the recommended course. So you do four sessions in two-week intervals. Um, and so would that be over, sorry, just because I think this is important. So you do four sessions, two weeks. So that would be an eight-week treatment program, right? Yes, it's six weeks. So six you do weeks. one week, uh, week zero, two, four, six. Okay. Is that right? Yes. Anyway, you do four sessions in two week <laughs> intervals. Um, and after that, you can um, lengthen the intervals, basically. Um, and that's exactly what I did. Um, and Philips has done a very interesting study also to look at the long-term effects. And after a year of uh, regular treatments, um, they have actually data now that you can leave it for at least six months without treating and still benefiting from uh, hair-free uh, skin. And that's exactly what I noticed as well. So initially I did use it regularly and it was just an absolute revelation that I could do this at home, uh, as I mentioned, mm. in front of the TV, mm. when the kids are in bed, of course. <laughs> um, and I, I didn't have to book sessions in clinic anymore and it's it's awkward if you want to especially mm. treat certain areas of the body yeah you don't really want to have somebody next to you doing that you just want to do it on your own um and the last time i have used this we were just yeah. thinking about it was ages ago it must have been definitely over six months maybe more like eight months actually so to the point that when stephanie picked up the device when we came in earlier she went oh i don't remember it feeling like this <laughs> it, uh, because I asked, it been such a long time yes and I said oh is it a new device <laughs> no it's still the same it's just because I haven't mm. needed to use it for for so many months now um you just forget about mm. the need to 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 shave and all of those things which is really amazing and I think and I've talked about this on this podcast before as a woman who is biologically a suit 
which is which is my default setting I have just accepted since my teens and since I started sprouting hair like teen wolf on a full moon that I would be on a constant treadmill of dealing with hair face body wherever it might be and I just sort of feel like I came to terms with it because nothing actually gets rid of it but what this does and this is why I speak so enthusiastically about the device as well is that for the first time and I'm a 41 year old woman like this has been 30 years and I on that I've been doing this I feel as though I have got something that actually just like releases the amount of frequency releases me from that oh I've got to do my legs again oh I've got to do my tash literally I just feel like it's just given me a reprieve yeah yeah. And it's such a nice feeling. Yeah, it can be life-changing. Yeah, so for the, let's talk about the device. So can we do a bit of a deep dive? So you look at it, it looks a little bit like those um, things you get in posh stores where you go around and scan barcodes, and you're like, <laughs> I want that on my wedding list, I want that cake stand, I quite fancy that duvet cover. It's a really nice-looking device, but there's a little bit more to it than that. So the first thing is... There's a safety issue here, obviously, because you are using, albeit a safe IPL, you are still using IPL. Yes. So the first thing, I guess, is to talk about the smart skin sensor. Yes, that's a really important feature, in my opinion. Um, so the problem, if you don't have a professional doing your treatments, is that you have to be sure that you use the right energy dose, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and Philips has solved that very cleverly by putting a sensor in that, um, at the press of a button, measures your skin tone. Mm -hmm. So it measures how much melanin pigment you've got in the skin, because the darker your skin, the gentler the flesh has to be to avoid any risks and side effects. Mm -hmm. um, because the IPL is attracted to melanin in hair, yes, so it exactly. doesn't want to be confused. That's right. So the IPL light and the, that specific wavelength range has been optimized um, to have melanin pigment as a target structure. And of course, we've got melanin both in our hair and also in the skin. Mm. And it's impossible for the IPL to distinguish between the skin's uh, melanin and the hair's melanin. So we want to um, so the ideal candidate for IPL hair removal would be somebody where the contrast between the skin color and the hair color is high. Mm -hmm. So somebody with relatively pale skin and dark hair. Mm -hmm. That would be ideal. But the great thing about this device is that with that uh, sensor, it measures your um, skin color and it gives you a recommendation as to what the right energy dose is so that you can always use it safely at home. Mm. So you just have, as soon as you use that sensor, you know that you're in safe hands. Like, you know that you can use it, and then you're good to go, basically. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a mechanism uh, built in as well that prevents you from using it if your skin is too dark. So if, even mm -hmm. if you tried, you wouldn't be able to harm yourself. Mm, because safety really is paramount with the mm -hmm. device. And then there are these different attachments, which I think are very interesting. And I don't fully understand how they work, so thank goodness you're here. But basically you have a precision attachment, yes. you have a body attachment, and you also have an attachment for the face. Why do you have to have different attachments? Um, there are different reasons for those different attachments. Um, so hair in different parts of the body has different characteristics. Some hair is coarser mm -hmm. um, and needs a maybe slightly higher energy dose. On the face, for example, there is an inbuilt additional filter. Um, that means that the face, which is more sensitive skin, um, 
has that additional filter so it's still safe although mm -hmm. you use it on the face and then there are also different shapes of these adapters mm -hmm. so certain shapes are larger areas for mm -hmm. example for the legs whereas um, other um, pieces are smaller for precision areas um, and also some are concave where mm -hmm. other, others are convex so all sorts of different differences between the uh, attachments. So I like this. So with the facial hair one, you have that extra filter because you're, particularly mm. if you're treating your top lip, that could be an area that could be a bit more sensitive. Yes. So they've got your back because they've got that extra layer of filtering for you. And then with the precision, it's a slightly more ergonomic is probably a nice way mm. of saying it because yes. your armpits are slightly curved and mm -hmm. your bikini area might be, you know, a different shape yes, that's right. from the flat surface or the slightly flatter surface yeah. of maybe your leg and as you say you've got the larger window on that body device mm -hmm. so that you can treat more areas one of my favorite things which is a recent discovery about the device is the and i want to get this right slide and flash that's right yes which stephanie and i, stephanie and I are officially going to turn into a dance move later <laughs> but <laughs> i'm not joking the slide and flash. So traditionally, when I used to think about doing um, IPL at home, I would think that you would put the device on your skin, mm -hmm. you'd get the beep that would say, yes, you can flash it. Mm -hmm. You'd flash, then you'd lift it off. You would pretty much try and figure out where you did it before, mm -hmm. and then you'd try to get a teensy bit of overlap. So it was mm -hmm. kind of, you had to pay a lot of attention. With this, you can put it against your leg, for example, mm -hmm. hold the button down, and you can just slide and it will flash mm -hmm, so right. you don't have to do a great deal yeah you have to you have to wait for the next flash mm -hmm. but because you don't have to lift off and put down again it's it's very much time saving mm. um and you don't have to pay as much attention as you mm -hmm. said it's fine to overlap a little bit because mm -hmm. the energy is so gentle it, you're not going to harm your skin mm -hmm. even if you overlap a little bit but the sliding mechanism that you don't have to lift off and put it down again definitely um saves time mm -hmm. and makes it much easier now i'm sure people listening and maybe people in the room will know what it's like when you you invest in one of these devices and you think right yeah i'm going to be really good with that i'm going to use it regularly and then you haven't used it for a little while so you think, oh, I'll get that out of the drawer and I'll use it. And the batteries run out. So all that good intention is wasted because you've got to plug it in and charge it. But this actually can be used while you have it plugged in. And when you do the slide and flash, we're going to turn it into the bend and snap, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> when you do the slide and flash, it actually increases the frequency of the flash by uh, 1.75 times. That's when you've got it corded. Yes, yeah, when so you have it plugged in, yeah. Plugged in. Um, your flashes come quicker, mm. um, but if you do have a difficult to reach area on the body, you can just unplug it mm -hmm. um, and treat those areas uh, without the plug. Yeah. So that's the device. That's that's basically you're good to go. But there are some things you need to do first before you can actually put the device on your skin, and you have to remove the hair. Yes. And there are different ways in which you can do this. Should we go with the easier ways? Mm -hmm. No, actually, I'm going to go in with the scariest because the other ways are a new and refreshing surprise. So if you follow me on Instagram, you might have seen videos of me shaving my face in order to prep my skin for IPL using the Lumea. Yeah. Why do we have to do that? So basically, we have to remove the hair shaft from the uh, follicle. And that's the, the reason is because otherwise you waste all that energy into the hair shaft where it doesn't really um, have any function. Um, so we want to remove the hair. And then if you shave, you still have a tiny little bit of hair 
um, in the follicle, which is ideal because then you filter or you, you concentrate all that energy into the hair follicle, into the, the root of the hair, where it then puts the hair into a resting phase. So hair goes through different stages. You've got the growth phase, which is called anagen, and you've got a resting stage, which is called telogen, and then you've got a couple in between. Um, but basically how IPL works is that you bring the hair from your anagen into the telogen phase. Um, and you need energy to do that, basically. So we have to remove the bulk of the hair because otherwise we're losing all that energy in the pigment of the hair itself. Yeah, the um, hair that's coming out, that's exactly poking which, out, which is just a complete waste. Mm -hmm. it doesn't, it's not needed. No energy needed there. Mm -hmm. We want to really focus it down into the root of the hair. Mm -hmm. um, so as you said, you can shave, and then you are ready to go straight away. Mm -hmm. um, but for some people. Uh, woman in particular that might feel a little bit uncomfortable mm -hmm. using a shaver um, especially on the face mm -hmm. um, so there are other options um, if you don't want to shave you have to remove the hair so you can clip it that's another option but you can actually also um, use an epilator or wax the hair mm -hmm. um, and that takes out the entire hair including the bulb um, so ideally, you would then wait a couple of days after you, you've used the um, epilator um, to perform the IPL treatment. Just so that something's formed, so there's something for the IPL to be attracted to yes, in the follicle. Target. Yes, See, and that's really new, isn't it? That's actually not something that has been available, unless I'm completely wrong. I feel like you were either a shaver and a, an IPL user or you were an epilator. You couldn't, you couldn't mm. do the two. So the fact that this is married is actually really nice, as you say, if you don't like shaving mm. and if you just want to you know, epilate and not feel like you're excluded from using the IPL. No, you're not excluded at all. And that means also um, that in contrast to, for example, epilation on its own or waxing on its own, you don't have to let the hair regrow. So you will end up with you know, completely 100% hair-free mm. skin and mm. you don't have to go through those periods where the hair regrows and you have to wait until you can uh, repeat the treatment. You can, if your two weeks are over, up, then you just do the treatment. Mm. Remember what I said about the hair removal treadmill? <laughs> Not having to do that. It, it, honestly, I'm so happy about it. But let's also talk about how it feels because I'm sure people are wondering, right, I'm flashing intense pulse light on my skin. This is going to sting. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I mean, I might be quite hardy from all of the other things that I did in my teenage years, but I would say, and I've spoken to a lot of people about this, I have canvassed opinion. There's a little bit of warmth, mm -hmm. maybe it maybe every now and again on a sensitive area, like on your top lip, you might think, ooh, but it's never more than an ooh. No, the, 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 the worst case scenario is that you feel a little flick, mm -hmm. like you flick with a finger or a flick with, yeah. a, with a faint uh, rubber band. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't call it pain at mm -hmm. all. It's, it's not even discomfort. It's just a, a feeling 
of a flick and as you said of some warmth yeah um and that's what it is and also because of the uh skin sensor so if you were to use too much energy for your particular skin type then it could be painful but mm -hmm. Because of the sensor that measures your skin tone and gives you the correct energy, um, that's also one of the reasons why it's not um, ever painful. Mm. I use the slide and flash technique on my sideburns, and my sideburns are stubborn little blighters. So there's a lot of pigment in there, and they're quite coarse hair. Mm. And it just feels warm. It feels warm when I'm doing it. It's like a, uh, like you say, like a flick of warmth, mm -hmm. but not a flick of pain. And afterwards, maybe it feels slightly warm to the touch, but it's never red. I don't particularly go red. I'm not, I don't have reactive skin. Yeah. But I think if you did have worries about pain, the good thing is, is that you can use the smart skin sensor. You can perhaps use it on an area like the arm or the leg, which is slightly sturdier, mm -hmm. <laughs> slightly less sensitive, and just give it a go. And I think you'll be genuinely surprised. Yes. And it sure. is very different from what you would get in... In clinic yeah oh yeah God, the <laughs> clinic ones are agony really honestly agony um, um it's a completely different type of experience it's, it's really not painful at all mm. and the other thing is that lumea has been around for a little while but this is what we're looking at now this lumea prestige is a, a combination of all of the latest technology all of the latest innovation and it is the most powerful lumea which is the six months of hair free smoothness did I say smoothness? <laughs> I'm, I'm so smooth, I can't say my ends. Um, and the thing that I found when I looked at the results, uh, the data, I went back to the team and I said, can I just double check this figure? That is 92% hair reduction in just three treatments. Yes. And I, I went, could, could, I please, could I please have verification on that? Yeah. Can we go to deadlock? I really want to just get the facts. And they came back and said, absolutely. Yeah, that was a clinical study, and mm -hmm. it's, it's very clear. And that's after only three sessions, and your initial treatment would normally be four sessions anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and personally, when I first used it, I, I, I certainly saw a really good result after two sessions already. Mm -hmm. Although, of course, that's very individual. It depends on how coarse your hair is, and yep. all sorts of different factors. So um, for some people, it takes longer than for others but mm -hmm. uh, yes in that study 92% uh, um, after only three sessions and I was telling you earlier that I've been using it on my face and I checked obviously I had a good look at myself in the mirror before I came here and thought better check for any stray hairs and I had a couple of quite dark ones around my chin and I thought oh I better nab those before I see Stephanie and I got the tweezer and I thought oh my tweezers have gone blunt it hasn't come out and it, ha it wasn't it's just that that follicle is now so weak that even though it looks like quite a stubby little hair it just slides out it's yeah. so it's so satisfying when you start to feel the actual change yeah. and that that's something else you might notice that with time so as i said you put the hair from the growth phase into the resting phase and if you do that so many times at some point the hair just gives up and yeah. it just goes yeah i've had enough that's it <laughs> and that's what what you felt there that yeah. um, even if you then uh, used your tweezers uh, often they come out much much easier and they are also not as coarse as they used mm. to be um, because you are um, weakening the, yes. the root of the hair over time. And the other thing that this also has that um, is great, because for anyone who's tried to be regular with anything, 
not just hair removal, but with anything. You can put like little reminders in your phone, but they're very easy to ignore. But what this has is it's got what I like to call your Lumea companion, which is an app where you can actually set up a treatment plan and it will kind of give you a nudge and say, you know, you should be doing that tonight. So it's yeah. quite handy because I personally, I can quite easily lose track of how many sessions I've done or whether it was three weeks or two weeks or when, when the last time was that I did it. And this actually just keeps you on a course so you can go, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I need to do it again. Or no, I don't need to do it till next week. Yeah. And that's, that's very important in the initial phase that you really do your two weekly treatments. Um, so the app is very useful to remind you. And it actually has different settings for different body parts. So you might be due for your underarm area today and you might not be uh, due with your legs until next week. So that, that makes it really mm. easy that uh, you're reminded of, of which area you're due to do to get the full benefit. Yeah. And I think it's appropriate now that we're comfortable with each other <laughs> to talk about the cost. Because the Lumea Prestige is what I would refer to as a considered purchase. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but let's consider it. <laughs> and by that I mean that obviously Philips have got the data. Um, the average woman spends £12 per calendar month, um, I think this is UK data, on DIY hair removal. Mm -hmm. And £30.67 per calendar month on in-salon hair removal. And if you were to go into a clinic, you would be looking at for full-body um, IPL, you'd be looking at around £4,000. This is UK data, by the way. So if you add all of that up, the investment of what would be around £500, depending on the retailer and all of the other factors, you could be making a saving, particularly of that in clinic, of around £3,500. I think that's extraordinary. Over the years, yes. Yeah. So as you said, it, it might sound like a, a steep investment initially mm. but you will definitely save money with it over time mm. if you add the average uh, um, cost for hair removal up then you will have it back after one to two mm -hmm. years um, and there's no consumables that you have to rebuy so mm. it's, you just have a one-off purchase um, and it's good for a quarter of a million flashes which means um, even if you do full body hair removal um it will last you six or seven years. So you will um, actually save money over the long term. Mm. I think it's extraordinary. And as you say, you get on your treatment plan, you use the app, you use it regularly, and then you the intervals get longer mm -hmm. and longer, and then you're just topping up. Yes. And you obviously... What's the kind of... What kind of interval can you get towards when you're in the top-up phase? It's very different from person to person. Mm -hmm. Definitely more than six months. Personally, I think I have had my last one longer than six months ago. I've heard some people talking about eight months, nine months. Um, so I, I think anywhere between six and 12 months mm -hmm. is uh, not unrealistic at yeah. all. And what I think, just putting it into lifestyle, I just think about all the summers. Like today, we're in May, and it's a beautiful, beautiful day this morning isn't it? I mean, it's, it, you woke up and it was like, wow, it's gorgeous. And as much as you think, oh, I can wear my summer clothes, you think, but what are my legs doing? How's my... <laughs> this is the kind of thing whereby, yes, thank you, a yes from the crowd. <laughs> you can get to the point where, with this, where you're not constantly having to, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to do that. It kind of takes worry away. Yeah. 
And I think even just a lifestyle thing, I know I've talked about having being hirsute and um, having to manage body hair and it being really nice to have the comfort of knowing that there's a bit of hope and I can have time between treatments. But to actually know that I can fit this in and around seasons and fashion and not have to compromise wearing a floaty skirt because I'm worried that my legs will Velcro to it, you know, on the way to the tube. All of that kind of stuff is really, really comforting. As a dermatologist, one of my favorite um, points actually of, of using... Um, this home device is that you won't have ingrown hair anymore. So ingrown hair is a huge issue with all sorts of um, hair removal issue, um, methods. Mm -hmm. So whether it's shaving, but even more so with epilation, waxing, all of those. Um, and that's because the hair ultimately has to come out of the skin again. Um, with this IPL um, hair removal, you're keeping the hair follicle empty, basically. Mm -hmm. So you don't have a hair there. That hair that we put into the resting face will just fall out after a few days. Um, but then we are keeping that hair follicle empty. So there is no hair that could possibly grow in. So for people with the tendency for ingrown hair, which is very, very mm, common, yeah. um, that, that's a life, life changer. Mm. Yeah, because that is a real barrier to even trying hair removal, isn't it? Like shaving and the reaction you can get from that or epilating mm. and the ingrown hair, waxing as well. And yeah. to know that this is an option that, again, might save you from that kind of inconvenience. It's inconvenience. I just like things that make my life easier, Stephanie. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. But if you want to get the best out of it, let's talk about the fundamental pillars of how to use it in a way where you get the absolute best out of it. And the main thing is it's that consistency and that's reg the regular use, particularly in the early stage. In the early stage, you have to be really regular. Every two weeks, uh, four sessions... And then you can widen the intervals. Um, but it is very important for best results to do it regular initially. Otherwise, you will be disappointed with the results. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to go back to shaving a little bit. Mm -hmm. Can we just... Because you will have the definitive answer because you've actually gone to school about this sort of thing. Um, if I shave my hair on my face, will it grow back thicker and coarser and darker? No, it doesn't. Um, it... Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Honestly, there's a bit of a moment. It's such a myth, though. It is, it is. But you're just cutting the hair, essentially, mm -hmm. with a shave. It's the same as cutting your, your, your hair on the head. Mm -hmm. um, you're not influencing the root of the hair in any way. Mm -hmm. So um, don't worry about shaving beforehand. Um, the only reason why it might appear that way is that you are cutting the hair um, not pointy, but mm -hmm. blunt, essentially. So yeah. when that hair comes above the skin surface, that can appear thicker, but it is not. Yeah, because when a hair normally grows out of the follicle, it has a tapered end, yes. and you're just cutting off the tapered end, so the bit that you begin to feel is thicker, mm -hmm. but it's not fundamentally changed the diameter of the hair. No, not at all. Exactly. Now, do you know what I think we have? I think we have some questions from the audience in a in a bowl, which I'm excited about. Shall I take the, oh, take the bowl? Right. So let's see what we have. How easy is it to use? Well, we've both used it. You go first, Stephanie. Yeah, I think it's very easy to use. Um, after you have um, done it once, um, maybe concentrating on it without Game of Thrones, I think for the <laughs> second time, you will be absolutely fine and it's just completely automatic. You honestly don't even have to think about it anymore. Mm. I think when I first started using it, I expected I'd have to do a lot more prep. And I know you might think shaving your face is a lot more prep, but honestly, if I told you everything I'd done... 
we'd be here all night. Um, so having a quick shave is nothing. And I was just surprised at how quickly it was over. I felt like I, I almost, it's one of those things where you think, oh, I'm going home tonight and I'm doing IPL. And you think it's going to be the whole evening. Mm. And it's not, if you're treating your face, five minutes, armpits, five minutes. Yeah. Legs a bit long, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But there we go. But yeah, it's very, very easy. Yeah. And we do love that slide and flash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, oh, what do you like most about the Philips Lumea? Please do this from the point of view of a dermatologist and I'll do it from a point of view of a punter. Um, so clearly has to be the combination of safety and effectiveness, uh, which I wouldn't have believed before I tried this because I would have thought a home device can't possibly um, compare to a clinic IPL mm. device. But it does. Um, so that that was a complete eye-opener for me. Mm. Um, and the fact that um, you can't do any harm to your skin or also to your eyes, in fact. So you use this without goggles, and you might think, oh, that sounds a bit dangerous to not use goggles. But it also has another safety feature where if um, the attachment is actually not properly on your skin, it doesn't release a flash. So you can't flash it into your eyes even if you try it. However, if you would trick it and for some some way you do manage to flash it into your eyes despite the safety mechanism, um, you still wouldn't harm your eyes. It would be very unpleasant, <laughs> but you wouldn't cause permanent damage. And that's because the energy is so much lower compared to a clinic um, device. And you're talking about something that as somebody who's been using it for a while now, I don't know how you would do that because, you, as you say, when you put it on your skin, you put it flat so that the sensor has full contact. Yes. And then the back of the device actually has what I call the Starship Enterprise light because mm-hmm. it looks a bit like the light that goes around the saucer does, on yes. the Starship Enterprise. And that will only when that goes on, you know that you have full contact and you can then press that button and it will release a flash. Yeah. And the amount of times I've put it on, particularly my chin which means my chin must be very um, round, um, it, it, it won't do full contact. So I'm there kind of contorting a little bit to get the full contact, to get that Starship Enterprise light and to get the flash. You can't release if you don't have full contact. Yeah, which means that it can't, the light can't escape, basically. No. Um, and what's the thing that I like most about it? The ease, the ease, honestly. And the fact that it gives me hope. The fact that I'm not constantly having to keep on top of something. The fact that I can actually relax into it a little bit. I think that's really nice. Rather than always worrying, oh, if I shave my armpits, can I wear that top with the state of my arms or my legs or whatever it might be? I just feel like it just gives me a sense of security and hope Mm, that maybe one day I'll get on top of this situation. Um, Why are there separate attachments for underarm, face, bikini and body? Yes, so we mentioned earlier briefly already that um, the different attachments have different sizes of the windows depending on whether you treat a larger body area like the legs or smaller areas like above the upper lip, for example. Um, and they are also they, they are differently shaped. They might be convex or concave mm-hmm. depending on how your body shape is in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, The energy is also different depending on the attachment. So, for example, in the bikini area and under the arms, the hair is coarser than on the lower legs. Mm -hmm. Um, So you need a little bit more oomph. You need more energy to to get those... I love a bit of oomph. (laughs) Who doesn't? Um, To get those hairs into the resting face. Um, That's a difference. And the filter is another difference. So the facial attachment has Mm -hmm. a special filter. 
um, because facial hair is more sensitive. Mm -hmm. So um, the device is filtering out some of the wavelengths um, that are a little bit um, uh, harsher on the skin. Mm -hmm. And just to say this, I sometimes in the morning, you know what it's like, you wake up, you look in the mirror. At the moment, it's like, how puffy is it? <laughs> um, how are my dark circles? But if I have to tend to any hair, I will give myself a quick shave and use the device on my face and then put my makeup on. And there's never any issue with that. It's never like my makeup goes, oh, we don't like that. What have you done to the skin surface? It's very convenient. So I like that That. That attachment definitely looks after my face. Yeah, yeah. And you will, <laughs> if you if you epilate or wax, you will have a lot of redness and swelling potentially mm. even afterwards. A lot of irritation. You don't get that with this. Mm. Um, we have already touched on the pain element. I don't believe that there is a great deal. I believe there's more warmth mm -hmm. and a sense of uh, a heat mm -hmm. that you think, well, if that got any hotter then maybe it would be a problem. But it never, ever, for me, gets into that um, threshold. And that is about how the uh, technology has been made safe at home use and made convenient for at home use, isn't it? It's to that um, strength of it is effective, but not painful. Yes. No, it's definitely not painful. You feel something. You feel that it's working, basically. I want to feel something. Otherwise, yeah. I would think, oh, what am I doing? Is it doing something? Yeah. And you have that satisfying flick, but there's no pain. Yeah, if it didn't, um, if it didn't have that heat, then I would, I would think, yeah, this is not working. <laughs> so I quite like it. It's reassuring. It's, it's a nice reassuring. Yes. Yeah, very much. Um, and it, I wouldn't even say it's discomfort. It's just, it's no, just it's a not. nice feeling. Um, it's a feedback mechanism that is working. I would say. Yes. Oh, I like that. Um, we've talked about the prep that we need to do beforehand. Someone's asked, is there any prep I need to do? No gels, no prep, mm -hmm. apart from the shaving or epilation that we mm -hmm. mentioned. Um, I would just say, don't use it if you are if you are freshly tanned, mm -hmm. um, and don't use it if you're coming freshly out of the sauna or steam room. So you don't want to have red skin basically when you use it. But other than that, um, any healthy skin you can use it on. Can I come back from a holiday? When I've had my, when I've been sunbathing maybe for two weeks mm. with an appropriate SPF, but um, when I come back, can I go straight into using it again, or should I give my skin some time? Well, I personally would recommend to wait two weeks, mm -hmm. um, and also you have to remember the more tanned your skin is, the less the laser will be able to distinguish between your hair and your skin. Ah. So, in an ideal world, you would have no tan when you when you use it. Okay. However, this is such a gentle energy that um, you don't have to have a long period after you've been on holiday. I would maybe say two weeks or so and then okay. use it. Okay. And then finally, um, how long does treatment take? So let's take this um, from two angles. Let's talk about actually doing the treatment in the moment. So you've treated your underarms. How long would you say that would have taken? Less than five minutes. I would say the same about the face. Mm -hmm. And I would say my legs probably take... 10 to 20 minutes depending on what I'm watching yeah <laughs> yes very much and if it's drag race it could be 60 minutes yeah. <laughs> and depending obviously on your hair as well yes if you just do your lower legs you can um, I think the statistics say you can do it in eight, eight and a half minutes um, if you do your full legs, I think it is a bit longer than that. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, uh, let's answer it from the other angle of how long does treatment take? How long before I start using it and I feel like I need to reduce my hair and then I perceive that I am seeing a noticeable difference in my hair growth and it's reduced? 
Um, so the clinical study came back with a result of 92% hair reduction after three sessions mm -hmm. only. Um, personally, I had a, an earlier result. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely saw a really good result after two sessions already, and the recommended initial course is four sessions. Um, but generally, uh, on average, because everybody's different, um, you will be able to expect an over 90% um, reduction after three sessions. It's just, like I said, for me, it's hope in a very handy little device that I can keep in my bedside table or on my bathroom shelf, and it's divine. Um, isn't she brilliant? Isn't Stephanie brilliant? Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Emma. Um, uh, yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Obviously, all of the links to the Lumea Prestige, all of the data that we've talked about, and anything else will be in the show notes, which can be found on emmaguns.com or on Apple Podcasts, Acast, wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. But for now, Dr. Stephanie Williams, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you, everyone. And goodbye. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs>